0: Listening point 9. The Woodland Chapel from 1920, designed by Gunnar Asplund. Here, Eva and I start our conversation outside the entrance in the wall, and then we continue on to the entrance of the chapel. After that, we enter the chapel and continue inside. And in the same way as at the Chapel of Resurrection, unfortunately you cannot come with us inside. But please stay outside the chapel and finish listening. And if you visit the homepage of the Woodland Cemetery, you can watch pictures and films from the Woodland Chapel.
1: Gunnar Asplund's first proposal for the small chapel was a 25-meter-long brick building, which the cemetery administration rejected because of its size and placing too far from the start of the actual cemetery, and that was then by the fringe of the forest. So, the Woodland Chapel, this one, is his second proposal, much smaller and placed in the forest. And the administration also encouraged Asplund to use the excellent building material on site. The pine trees once planted to provide good building material.
0: When you look through this narrow entrance, you can almost sense the fascination for the English Landscape Park.
1: Yes, the changing views, thresholds, and a building organically integrated in the forest. And above the entrance is also an inscription in Latin, hudie mihi crastibi," which means, today me, tomorrow you. A very clear statement of our mortality.
0: So, let's start walking through this entrance. And to our listener, I say, walk with us, and we'll stop in front of the chapel. We are now standing in front of the chapel and there is a special ambience here.
1: Yes, it's very vernacular or rural, as very low-key and subordinate to the forest. And to the left is an earth cellar or cool storage for coffins, a mortuary. To the right is a water fountain and water, of course, as a symbol of the connection between life and death. The chapel has a huge black roof and the gathering hall beneath it rests on twelve columns of wood. And the colours are black and white, another contrast referring to life and death.
0: And everything here is designed by Gunnar Asplund except for the golden sculpture above the entrance.
1: Yes, the Angel of Death. And she was extremely controversial in 1920. You know, naked, voluptuous and with a welcoming pose. And there was a fierce debate before she was finally mounted on the roof. But the artist was Karl Millers, Sweden's most famous sculptor.
0: Now I turn to our listener. Eva and I are now going inside the chapel, but unfortunately you cannot come with us because the chapel is only open to visitors when they are a part of a ceremony. But if you stay out here, you can listen to our conversation inside the chapel.
1: And when you open the outer door, you put the key in the eye of the small skull, and that's the key plate. And now we've just walked through the two glass doors, decorated with skulls, crossbones and snakes, very dramatic. But most surprising in here is perhaps the dome under the large roof. And at the top of the dome is a round window, letting the natural light down on the catafalque, where the coffin is placed during the funeral. The dome is held by eight wooden columns, classical style with flutes and a small capital, but they're all just painted very skillful trompe l'oeil painting.
0: This architect Gunnar Asplund, who was he?
1: Well, he is still Sweden's most well-known architect. He was born in 1885, he studied architecture in Stockholm. And he went on his grand tour to Italy in around 1910. And he was very fascinated by the vault of heaven and therefore tried many variations of domes in different buildings, including proposals for the city library here in Stockholm.
0: And what else do we see in here?
1: Um, You see the chairs. You sit on the chairs around the catafalque, making this a very intimate space. And you also find very few Christian symbols, as the cemetery has always been non-confessional, which means created for all religions. So all the symbols you can see are created to be possible to interpret in different ways. And the movement through the chapel follows the same sequence as in all chapels. You come from life outside, you're with death inside, and then you go back to life after the ceremony. And in this chapel you exit through the same door, but you turn left outside and walk through the side opening in the wall and enter into an open clearing.